Already? This one's easy. Yep. In this episode of The Full Nerd, best hardware of the year, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 118. I'm your host, Gordon Ung, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. Elaine Yee, representing the people. I speak for the workers <laughs> on the Gray Council. <laughs> and Adam Patrick Murray, controlling the vertical and horizontal. Uh, 2200G for the win. <laughs> just says, yep. throw that pot. Just, yeah, just, just, you know, we were talking about it in the pre-show, but we have to bring it up here. That for those who uh, caught it last year, I, I went back and re-listened to the episode, and 2200G being the best GPU of uh, 2018, that was fun. That was a spirited debate. For, for audio listeners, Brad is just shaking his head right now yeah and, and I, much every time this comes up i feel like the dad of the group just shaking my head in disappointment not even bad i'm just disappointed well and also i think especially now looking at it a year later 12 months later i really feel like 2080 ti has earned its keep right as much as the hate it got all the anger prices blah 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 still no matter what it it it, 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 it is an spectacular gpu even a year later it is untouched Pl- plenty of people bought them that's for sure. No, I know, but everybody was so like you know aggro about them, and you know they just. I, mean, I think that's what you know hurt its chances last year, which mm-hmm. I think was wrong. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see uh, because we have uh, we have a whole new year of hardware to talk about, right? We do, Gordon. What um, happened this year? Yeah, this uh, I I called it this last year. I'm going to call it then uh, this year again. This is the the nerdies, the twenty the 2019 <laughs> nerdies. Uh, we should have some kind of like. At least image, if not actual physical trophy. Yeah, physical trophy. We, we should have put on uh, tuxes. Uh, this is all things for 2020 nerdies. Oh, we'll do sure. it right next uh, year. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it right next tux, year. Tux t-shirts would be about, <laughs> about the class level here. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, let me let me show off the little graphic uh, that I have set up uh, for the 2019 nerdies. We have eight categories. Uh, CPU, GPU, storage, case, accessory, laptop, Best innovation and worst trend. Uh, and the idea is to have us uh, go through and uh, give our picks. Uh, and I'll, I'll be reading off in the chat, so definitely put your picks in, too. Uh, and uh, we will debate, which is uh, the full nerd uh, okay. awards in each category. And I will say this is not the PC World Awards. This is just the full nerd awards. This is just us four in this room mm-hmm. debating it live on air mm-hmm. with uh, you fine folks. So, so the value is zero. <laughs> For the, the, the value is zero. Uh, also, real quick, uh, uh, Lindsay uh, gave us uh, five dollars uh, right. because she she loves Brad's shirt. So yeah, it's a, it's a great shirt. I didn't know it was Hawaiian shirt day. We should we should all every wear day Hawaiian is Hawaiian shirt, shirt day. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's have freezing out. I actually uh, I got this for a wedding and my wife absolutely hated it. So for Christmas, I got a Christmas Hawaiian shirt to wear around the house. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> you know, I, I remember now Amazon only offers me Hawaiian shirts. By the so way. I have a Hawaiian shirt story. And this is like, <laughs> oh, we were we were going to like some <laughs> event. It was like, you have to dress nicely. I was like, I didn't have anything ready. My wife was like, just wear a Hawaiian shirt. I was like, why? That's that's no. And she goes, just because this, at this event. Every single old man will be wearing a Hawaiian shirt because it was like a <laughs> Japanese American event, some kind of thing. And I get there, yeah, sure enough, yeah. Every, every grandfather had on a Hawaiian shirt, which Wait, is like 
Did she say it so that you would blend in, or was she saying something about your age? Well, no, it's both, but it, I mean, you know, it's just sort of like this whole thing where you, at, at because I, it's like a, a big Hawaiian thing, like you can, you can be an old man wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and that's like basically a tuxedo at, at some of these. Very convenient. Yeah, yeah. I think the Canadian tuxedo was called a Levi's jacket. I think is the joke. <laughs> well, it's 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 Levi's jacket and uh, jacket. and and or jean jacket and jean pants. That's yeah. all jeans all day. Uh, but we should get to the topic. So the should. first one is CPU. Uh, the CPU. best, Gordon. What's your pick for the best right, CPU of 2019? I, I as the CPU reviewer for PC World, there were a lot to pick from. A lot of really spectacular CPUs. CPUs this year. Let's face it. It's been awesome. No matter what, no matter what side of the aisle you, you're on, it's been great for everyone. Thousand dollar, eighteen core Intel CPUs, ninety nine hundred KS is still a spectacular part. Although you know you can debate that, but and then of course we have Threadripper at thirty two cores. There's a sixty four core coming, uh, but I just like well. So what do you pick? I mean, you had the you had the twelve core, you had the thirty nine hundred X, you had the the thirty seven hundred X, which is awesome, and it just started. But my feeling was. The Ryzen 9 3950X is what I I would pick. And my my rationale is 16 cores, small socket, so you know relatively more affordable than going all the way to Threadripper. Yes, it's $750, but you're getting 16 cores and it's just it, you know to and then it is genuine genuinely a consumer platform where you could say high-end desktop HDDT is like people like to call it now is not really for normal civilians. Ryzen 9 3950X for 750, 16 awesome cores, very high clock, and definitely, you know, f- fights very well against Intel's 18 core, you know. So I, I just, because I think that is CPU that should represent all, rather than saying, you know, Ryzen 3000, the cores. I would, if we're going to pick one CPU, I'm going to say Ryzen 9 3950X. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I realized we realized this trend last year that Gordon always goes big. He always goes with the uh, the big part. Uh, but chat is actually uh, not they're not against you. They're but they're just not with you. There's there's one oh, chip really? in particular that chat is very much uh, pushing for. So. Yeah, the cheap Wait. one. We'll get to it I, later. Yeah, I, I. It's funny because usually Gordon's yelling at me there in these shows. This is the full nerd awards. We're celebrating everything that's big and badass in. PCs and yes, a 16 core Ryzen 3950X is big and badass, but it's not the biggest and it's not the most badass. And to me, this is the year, the first time in 15 years that AMD is firmly in charge of desktop computing. And the thing that sealed that in my mind was the Threadripper 3970X. Mm-hmm. It's 2000 bucks. Uh, it's five times more expensive than any processor I've ever argued for in these awards. But to me, our review said it best. It's running, you know, unrivaled at this point. It puts the beat down on anything Intel has to offer. Uh, I think you could argue that for most of the Ryzen product stack from the top drown. And to me, Threadripper 3970X was the true mic drop moment. And so that gets my vote. Hmm. Interesting. So I actually haven't. Oh, wait. So let me just. Are we putting forth what 
we are saying definitively is our pick, or are we just talking about what could be our pick? Because I haven't either way, whatever. Because I feel like we haven't voted yet. Because we always vote. No, we haven't voted. Yeah, we're not voting. We haven't voted yet. Oh, you mean? But you wait. You just want to. Wait, so you want to be able to criticize what we picked and also pick your own? Is that what you're saying? Well, actually, I was going to compliment yours, Gordon, but I can criticize okay, instead if yeah. you prefer. <laughs> One of us. No, but I... Okay, yes. Well, okay, Go. so coming to me, third in line, uh, you both already said two things that I've considered, right? So I really like the 16-core part, um, their 950X, because of what it represents, that AMD basically said, hey, everybody, we heard you. We know you like cores. Here you go. And it's in the smaller socket, so you don't have to pay an arm and a leg. I mean, theoretically, you know, X570 boards aren't cheap. But theoretically, you don't have to spend a lot of money on your motherboard. You can have all this power and, you know, still have lots of money left over to do other things in life. It sounds like you're uh, picking the 39 No, I'm saying that I feel like it's a really, it has very strong, very strong things behind it there. Um and then Brad, I totally agree with you as well, where you look at the charts for Threadripper and you're 3970X, you're just like, wow, it, it doesn't give up anything. Like, it, it just cleans everybody's clocks, no pun intended. <laughs> wait, wait, but I, I sense clocks. something coming. I, I sense this, like, <laughs> no, I respect your Actually, I, I think she's going to pick what uh, everybody think, in the chat I think is. I'm go- I, I, I think speak for the wrong. people. I just I was saying this earlier. <laughs> 30, the workers yeah, and I, we are on, one. On. I think the Athlon 3000G oh. deserves a mention. Oh, okay. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Is that's that what chat not, That's not really what chat was talking okay, about. Okay, that's no. fine. Mm-hmm. But I do think the Athlon 3000G deserves a mention just because, I mean, I don't have the part in my hands yet. It's actually really difficult to get one. I want to build with it because it's a $50 part that is unlocked and... From all the reports, you can get that thing up to four gigahertz. Yeah. So, um, two core part, four threads. I mean, this is basically like your old school core i3 part, you know? Um, and then on top of that, it has that whole, like, was it Pentium G when you could actually overclock all that? And I, mm-hmm. I just love what they're doing across the entire stack. And I just think that we talk so much about the high end. Yeah, I love the high end. I love what it can do. But I think it's worth acknowledging that there is something out there for people who have very little budget. And we're constantly, not we, I mean, really, Gordon is constantly slamming on console gamers <laughs> and saying that we, everyone should be on PC. Well, if that's the case, we should be celebrating parts like this because that's what enables people to say, you know what, I'm going to build a PC, even though it's really easy for me to go out and get a PlayStation or an Xbox. But I want to try this and I can actually afford to do it. And that's how the 2200G won last year. Yes, oh. it is. <laughs> I actually, I don't think it's the tip of the air, but I wholeheartedly agree, uh, heartily agree with where you're coming from. I just want to put it in the price. Yeah, if you spend 50 bucks on a case, you'll say you got a cheap case, and that's your CPU. That's overclockable. That's, <laughs> I know. That's great. So I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah. Well, what's your, what's your, do you have an actual pick? I mean, if or I was going to. Wait, gonna, that is her pick. I mean, yeah, I'm well, putting no, it out there for now. Plenty of stuff. It's going to shift around when we vote because we have to come to some kind of consensus. Yeah. But I'm just well, out there. Uh, the uh, the the chat uh, very much fired up before Gordon even said anything with uh, Ryzen thirty six hundred. Yeah, uh, that was yeah, yeah. The chat was very sure. much saying that's the best value. It's the chip you could actually get. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it's definitely and um, you can actually get it on discount that's, during that's Black a good Friday. Thing. Yeah, I I would yeah. That's really cool. I love documentaries as well. Channel <laughs> win. 3950X. Blockbuster hit. Special effects. Celebrities on the red carpet. Yeah. 
They're just saying you're good. It's a good. It's a good documentary. It's great. Great part. It's awesome. We all love. We all love it. It's great. Which is important. It's, it's definitely not a man of the it's, people. It's the one most people should buy, but I don't think it's the best processor of the year to represent that stack. I mean, I was actually. But you, Adam. Adam hasn't put anything out yet. You know, I I will say, you know, um, earlier around Black Friday, there was obviously that twenty seven hundred X right that was like super cheap. (laughs) Uh, So I was like, oh, should I just invest in the AM four platform, get that twenty seven hundred now, and then maybe next year uh, look for a deal? And there was one chip in particular that I was like, man, this is the deal I would look for, and it was the 3950X. So, yeah, I, the, of, of all those chips, I mean, I was like, man, if I could, if I could snag one for cheaper, I mean, obviously, you know, it's still a lot of money, but, like, that, of all the CPUs that came out this year, that's the one that I had my eyes on personally and was just like, whoo boy. And I remember when they announced that too. I mean, we, we, we had uh, AMD on, you know, it was, it was, that was a, a big event. That was a big event. So, yeah. And yeah. It didn't disappoint too, because I mean, there was some fear that adding the core count would hurt clock speeds, but you know, they, it's the fastest. Yeah. It's Ends the up. fastest. It has a ton of clocks. It's still uh, like a consumer part. Right. Uh, like, yeah, I I mean, it's crazy, you know, like two years ago that we, you know, thinking two years ago, if, if we we're like, hey, we, you know, we could get a CPU like that for, you know, a consumer part. We'd, yeah, it just wouldn't have been wouldn't have been an idea. And also it forced Threadripper up into a higher tier. Right. You know, they had to say, hey, you know what? We're going to bring that that bottom level Threadripper down to the consumer and force Threadripper even higher. So I, I would say without the 3950X, it also doesn't enable Threadripper to get where Brad was saying, you know, up, up in those higher tiers either. Uh, and I think it actually, a thing that we haven't talked about that's really cool about the 3950X is it shows how versatile AM4 really is. Because it started off with those eight core Ryzen chips, you know, it has dual core uh, old bulldozer parts that supported it, APUs, and now we're running the fastest possible sixteen cores, and that's just wild that the platform can expand that far to support it. Yeah, and that I, that's also another plus in a column because for Threadripper they did have to break it, you know, yep. for technical reasons, and that that I think that's that's always tough because if you were on current Threadripper, you would hope to get one more. You got mm-hmm. two out of it, technically, so you'd hope to get one more. So that's kind of a negative. I mean, if you have X470, you can run 3950X if it's a good X470 port. The, the other idea I have, uh, just for fun, just to see if uh, maybe this would spice things up a bit, uh, people in the chat are saying this, too, that, that no matter what, uh, when you're talking about the best CPUs, you're talking about AMD, right? Yeah. I mean, we could just say AMD wins. <laughs> the win. C- they just no. win all around. I mean, because we're talking about the Pent or not Pentium, uh, the the Athlon part. We're talking about thirty nine fifty X. We're talking about Threadripper. I mean, from from low to mid to high, AMD is just winning. Uh, so yeah, but you know, we're picking best CPU. I and uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a pretty terrible year for Intel parts, right? For well, I think if you want to read agrees. more about that, I actually have an article on PCWorld.com talking about how AMD's dominating Intel for the first ooh, time in forever. Ooh. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> really, what was that last time? I, mean, I guess it would have been Athlon 64. Yeah. Yeah, 15, 15 years ago. Is it really 15 years ago? Yeah, it was 15 years ago, roughly. Yeah, it depends on whether you time it to uh, uh, Core coming out or Athlon 64 coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Core really was a sea change. You know, Athlon yeah. 64 was a fantastic, and Core, they both sort of like, they just yep. swap positions. And I think the thing about that, which, I mean, maybe... That's what Intel needs now. Yeah, it sort of feels like it a little bit, too, because 
at that time it was it wasn't like oh if I bought Athlon sixty four or I or I bought a, a Intel part it's like oh they're so close it doesn't really matter which we sort of have a little bit now but I mean because back then it's like you went from if you had a Pentium four versus an Athlon sixty four you were definitely like what that was a mistake you made. And then yep. when Core came out, it was like, what? You want to buy an Athlon? You really just sort of like just 90% just swap positions. And they sort of wiped the other one out. Like you didn't really want, they were not desirable CPUs, it feels like. Would you feel the same way now today with the way the situation Intel's in? Like not desirable, like, oh my God, 9900K? I wouldn't want one of those. No, I don't think it's swapped quite that yeah. dramatically yet. I think if AMD keeps the beat down going for the next couple of years, though, then it will see that. I think it'll feel more like that. But I, I think it's more of what we're seeing now is AMD having reached at least parity, if not a little more, and yeah. holding that position, which is just so new that I think that's why it stands out so well, much. Plus the value, I and guess. And the value right? and all that, of course. But I don't think they're in a position yet where Intel is actually, you know, there's a KO moment. Yeah. I mean, you probably felt pretty lousy to have a P4 box when Athlon 64 was out. If you had an 8700K, yeah, you know, it's all right, you know, not it's the greatest still, still thing, a good but part, you, you know, like, you 9900K is still great. What do you got in your machine? I, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> you know, you know, you wouldn't say it. that. I just, ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more of now, I think you have to more specifically justify why you have an Intel uh, build, yeah. but it's not that you have to justify its performance, just the reason yeah. why you've paid for it, so to speak. And at least you can, whereas before I... You really did like, why did you, it was like, why do you have your P4 or your Athlon 64 in core days? It was like, eh, because I got it before they came out with it, right? <laughs> That's usually the, the case, right? So, all right. So, wait, wait. So, 3950X, 3950X. I'm, I'm fine with 3950X, even though I put yeah. it in for 3970. I was going to vote that way protest in the end. Votes. Just protest votes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was easy. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, Gordon, uh, one last time. Why Why is the 3950X one? 3950X because it is the it represents it's uh, a new height of performance available to regular civilians, regular consumers. Yes, it is slightly pricier, but you are getting 16 cores, which uh, in – Either, you know, an Intel would have been $1,500 just a few months before. I don't think you even need to justify that price, though. I think for what you're getting, that price is fair. Yeah, I think so, too. But a lot of people really get really kind of angry over prices, as we know. So, I, and, and really, it's just an awesome, it really is, is, is like if you were to pick the one CPU it feels like to represent it, it would be the Ryzen 9 3950X. Throw it up for awesome, but I sort of like, I think when all is said and done, the 64 core is going to like be the one that people yeah. are excited about, right? So, all right. Well, I, I've updated the graphic. Uh, I'm going to flash it on screen. The 2019 is there music nerdy. And, uh, no, I don't uh, have that. Uh, the 2019 2019 nerdy for best CPU goes to AMD's Ryzen 9 3950X and all of its amazing consumer cores. Uh, all right. Next up is GPU. Best GPU of 2019. On All right, graphics. I guess I'll set the tone for this one. Uh, it was kind of a weird year for graphics. After last year, all the big stuff that came out, uh, ray tracing, you know, all those ray tracing cards, the budget, people's champion, the 2200 <laughs> locking new experiences for people with not much cash to spare. Uh, this year, we actually didn't see a whole lot new. The 3200G is just basically an overclocked 2200G. Uh, the whole RTX lineup, Got superfied, but that just means they're slightly less cut down than before. 
So there's not a lot exciting there. But AMD's long-awaited Navi GPUs finally came out this year. Hashtag and in my opinion, <laughs> the wait for Navi was worth it, unlike Vega. Uh, the Radeon 5700 series is, to me, hands down, the best graphics cards of the year. Uh, they instantly became our go-to picks for uh 1440p gaming or great 1080p gaming uh for the first time in a long time they beat nvidia's graphics cards in power efficiency uh they flat out beat comparable priced nvidia graphics cards in performance they don't have ray tracing but they are priced really competitively and with the sales we've seen over the holidays you can get a 5700 xt for $380 sometimes, which is just about as fast as the $500 RTX 2070 Super. Uh, to me, AMD's Navi in this new RDNA architecture kicks all kinds of ass. Like Ryzen, it's the first one to support PCIe 4 as well, even though that has limited effect on gaming. It's just great. 5700 series gets my pick. If I had to pick one, I would probably pick the 5700 XT, but I just think the 5700 series is the best GPU. Hmm. Okay. Nice. It, it's, should I go next, or you want to go next? You I go next. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put up a dissenting view. <laughs> I, I do think the 5700 XT, especially on sale, Ti. is is awesome. No, because the 2080 Ti came out last year. I, I would actually <laughs> nominate the 2080 Ti in a lot of ways because look, but we they are, didn't have a super. It is a year later. It's still the most awesome card, but it is technically out of, uh, cannot be nominated. But for everyone, giving everyone access to ray tracing, you know, hardware ray tracing, 2070 Super for $500 is pretty good. I mean, that is basically what Invedi was charging last year for a 2080, practically, right? And that was about $800 for the 2080. So now yep. you're looking at third party, you know, beefy dual fan. RTX 2070 Supers for $500, $100 more, but it does get you very reasonable ray tracing performance. Not 2080 Ti, because that card is awesome, but it's $500 gets you into ray tracing. 5700, well, I think it's awesome for what it does. It does miss ray tracing. You will keep this card for two years, three years, maybe. So at least one card, and we all agree that ray tracing is the future, I think. Somewhat, it's part of the future. Why yeah. not? Why not invest that money now? It's the same argument I made for why I would have bought an RTX twenty eighty over a okay ten eighty Ti. I have a question for you, Gordon. This is actually not meant as a troll question; it's a genuine question. But how many games with ray chasing are there, and what's the rate of them coming out? Oh, I have no idea. There's what six or seven now. There'll probably be six or seven next year. But it is clearly. It is a feature that is going to be used. Do you want to buy a a piece of hardware that is not supporting a future heart a feature that is is being used everywhere, or for hundred dollars more, which is not a lot, and it is a very competent. Let's people always forget these cards are yeah very very fast with with games that are do not have ray tracing. People will forget oh. that this is twenty eighty performance, right? So no, this is yeah, only. Once you start getting into overclocked models like the Sapphire Nitro Plus, the 5700 series matches the 2070 Super within 1% or 2% for 100 or more dollars less. What about the ray tracing performance? Uh, 
The ray tracing, uh, my response to that would be a lot of people bought uh, Radeon Vega and Polaris cards because DirectX 12 was the surefire next thing. And that has happened, but it's five years later. <laughs> yeah, but I'm... I and again, I think the fifty seven hundred is wonderful, and I've been I'm on the record as saying you don't have to buy ray tracing because PC gaming we don't strand people, we don't push you overboard to make more money. It, games will still work. At the same time, I don't like not having cool features that I can turn on in games when it's supported. When it's like, oh, this is a new feature, and it's just nice to be able to have it. If I invested a hundred dollars more, the performance is virtually the same as an overclock fifty seven hundred RT. Then to me, I, I think that is a solid argument for the 2070. Senator, I don't disagree. Senator, I yield the floor. <laughs> when people say, what should I buy for ray tracing? That's the exact card I point them to. Don't go below that, I say. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want me to go, Adam? Yeah, go for it. All right. So um, I don't have much to say because Brad pretty much said it all for me. I think of the two, I would pick the 5700 just because that one's more affordable. It still gets you 14 great 1440p performance. Um, it has been, I mean, this is this is my rule of thumb in general, but it has been on sale more often. And um, so it makes it just a great uh, affordable pick in that range. Um, the reason why I would pick that over something like the 2070 Super is because I I take a different approach to the whole ray tracing thing, which is I think at its current adoption rate, if it continues, we'll eventually get there. But I think if you are on a plan of upgrading your card every two to three years, my bet is that by that time, NVIDIA will have, you know, iterated on those cores and you're going to get better performance out of that um, if you when you upgrade. So I'd rather save the money now, put that towards more games, uh, maybe doing something else with my system if I were building, a, you know, from scratch and just wait. Because I think most people are happy with traditional gaming as it is, and they're not going to necessarily miss that feature. I do think that if you're someone who's into having the latest stuff and just having that more, that that newer experience, then yeah, I totally get your viewpoint. But for me, it's the 5700. No, it's a, it's a, val it's a valid, there are different views in, on, in the world of things. There's leading edge views, and then there's trailing edge views. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe there are. He takes my very oh, diplomatic answer man. and turns it into an insult. No, it is, because, no, there's nothing, because the ones in front are paying for the ones in back. The, the first class seats are paying for people in back. That's the truth, right? I mean, that is plane. true. That is true. But at the same time, yeah, uh, I'm never, I'm not going to pay for first class. And it makes, it makes perfect sense to just sort of, <laughs> it makes perfect sense to wait Says the for, guy who wanted a 2080 Ti. <laughs> No, but I, it makes he won't perfect pay for sense. first class, but he'll no, pay first, for first class. No, first class is not worth it. I can suffer for a flight. I, I do think that the enjoyment of a 2080 Ti is going to last way longer than any flight. But I, I think there, there's very, it's very valid. You don't want to, you don't want to basically take all the hits, right? You can just be in back reading paper. You get there and get out because Nvidia is taking all the hits and pushing ray tracing right now, and, and it's 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 fair that you don't have to pay for it. That's good. I can't wait to. I really hope Cyberpunk 2077 when it comes out, it's going to have ray yes. tracing. I hope it kicks yes. as much ass as I Is hope it, it's going to have it. Right? I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, reflections. I think. Right? Is that what they announced? I I'm I just remember. arguing one hundred dollars more gets you a taste of the future now. Sure, and mm -hmm. I think that makes sense if you're planning to hold the card longer than two to three years. Well. If you're so concerned about value, don't you usually kind of drive it till it's dead? You know, like you wait till like, oh my god, 
Gordon, Gordon, don't push it so hard. I don't, don't want to wind up arguing against 3,200 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, no, that's no, fine. Yeah. Adam, uh, I, you know, so the, the chat's actually kind of split. Uh, it it kind of uh, split three ways. Uh, the, the first people out the gate were with Gordon, 2070 Super. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, plenty of people saying, hey, that's that's a, a, a good sweet spot. You, you, know, you get ray tracing and all that, that good stuff. Uh, but then I would say most of the rest of the people are with either the 5700 or the 5700 XT. Uh, but there's also a couple people saying that the AMD drivers uh, have not been as reliable this year. Uh, Brad, what, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, they've been a little bit funky with Navi. They're straightening out Navi. It's the new uh, architecture. Uh, and yeah, there have been a few kinks. Some people, I guess, have had it really bad. I haven't had it really bad in my experience. Uh, but yeah, they have been, you know, it's a whole new architecture. There's a learning curve. There have been some, like, the fan controls for the first third-party cards were very, very iffy. So uh, uh, it, it's, it's straightened out at this point. Yeah, okay. Uh, I would, I just, I just want to, I just thought of something that I want to throw out there. The reason why I can't vote for the RTX 2070 Super, even though I agree with everything Gordon says, is because when I reviewed that card, the bottom line to me when I finished the review is is basically the 2080 Super moved down. And that's basically the price that the 2080 Super should have been when it launched a year ago. And I just don't feel like I can reward it being where it should have been a year ago in response to AMD being aggressive. That's true. You uh, you were all the stick people. You don't want to reward <laughs> people for doing the right thing eventually. <laughs> You'd rather just continue to berate them on the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I would say mo- most of the chats, you know, with uh, with the Radeon, b- between those two. And I'll say the, the first one I thought of, and maybe just because it's top of the mind because that was the last episode, uh, but that, that thick ultra... XFX card. Oh man, for and not even talking about performance. Performance is good on it, but man, is that's a beautiful card. Like I think that's oh, yeah. probably the the most beautiful card of the year, right? I mean, yeah, definitely. That's the most that and there's one a weird 2070 super actually, the Galax what the frame or work the frames WTF edition I reviewed, but huh. that's not in America. Those two cards are the most beautiful cards I've seen in a long time. Okay. So, I'm yeah. voting for. I think we should just do 5700 series rather than getting down into 5000 versus XT. If that decides it went to be in our vote, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Chad is definitely in the 5700 series. I, personally, yeah, I will say just to uh, to be on the to to be uh, fair to Gordon, uh, I have been using a 2070 Super uh, for the. For a good half of this year, uh, you know, we did that experiment. Uh, you know, which would I rather use, high refresh rate or uh, or, or uh, ray tracing? Uh, we can get into the details of that later, but uh, I have actually been pretty happy with that 2070 Super. And what was uh, the alternative to that 2070 Super? Uh, a 1080 Ti. Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, and you wound up selling on high refresh rate, right? I believe that was the no. We we actually haven't we haven't talked about it. Uh, we oh. we we haven't come to the conclusion. I, Gordon Gordon knows it. I, I gave him a little sneak peek, but I think we should hold it for uh, mm, a, okay. another show. Um, okay. But to summarize, Adam, he's saying he to summarize, a 1080 I, well, Ti to put hey, in a twenty seventy super fifty seven hundred XT. Uh, you know, 
uh, amazing value and also make made one of the most beautiful cards I can think of. But I I have been using a 2070 Super for for a good part of this year and, and been pretty happy with it, especially especially with that ray tracing stuff. So so I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on Brad's cool. side. Wait. To me, to me, the uh, to me the thing or that's Jordan's. really cool about what we're arguing about is that for the first time in a while, there are no really bad options because when RTX twenty series came out, they were way overpriced, but they were the only option in town because Vegas sucked. This year, everything's where it should be. I'm super pumped just that everything's where it should be finally. <laughs> but the winner is. Sounds like Adam is wobbling here. He could go to it, 2070 Super. No, I, if I, I remember correctly, last year when this was the issue in Best GPU, we went to the chat and Adam said Adam. that 5700 series is the winner in the chat. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to throw my hat into Gordon just to to throw him a bone. But yeah, when it goes to the chat, it's 5700 series. This is so, democracy. Yep. You can disagree. <laughs> Uh, They're both great cards. He says with the with the specific look on his face. No, <laughs> I actually I think it's kind of cool. Those looks. What? It's kind of like uh, CPUs right now. Like there are options. Like if you are a pure gamer, get Intel. If you want yeah. all the cores, go AMD. It's the same with graphics cards. If you want pure performance, go AMD. If you want ray tracing, go Nvidia. I think it's cool to have options. Yeah, and it's very good, right? Because then they compete <coughs> with each other, and you get better prices. So you you almost went into your. Uh your senator <laughs> voice there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, senator. Yep, that one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, bringing up the the graphic. Uh, Where's so, that, Mr. Potter from? Uh, do do we feel better Christmas or worse uh, about this than the the 2200G? From I, feel I feel better. I feel better. I mean, the 5700XT. It's a good car, right? It's a, and it's really mm-hmm. priced. Really priced well. So how could you? I think after right. last year, anything yeah. would feel better. <laughs> it's an actual graphics card. To <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think that uh, I just sort of showed you how unhappy people were with the price of those those uh, those RTX cards. I think that was really yep. big. Yeah. And I think it also just shows, honestly, what a dry year 2018 kind of was. On GPU was the price. side? Uh, this year, uh, the 2080 Ti has settled down a bit more, around a thousand bucks, which I think is much more reasonable. Again, like I was saying with the 2070 Super, that's probably where it should have been to begin with. I think it would have not been as much online purer if it was two hundred dollars less. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying that if we had more choices last year to pick through, we wouldn't yeah. have come to the point of having to decide between two things that. You know, in fairness, we're <laughs> we're not really meant to. Well, be which is also crazy. Other. I mean, because we're, no. we're, we're saying that we were saying that same thing for CPU. You know, there's a there's a whole plethora of options, uh, and uh, I will I will flash up the graphic because uh, you know we have a trend here. Uh, AMD has 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 won two categories, uh, CPU and GPU, with uh, the AMD's Radeon 5700 series. It really does need uh, like a uh, yeah. Academy Award We will work on that for music. next year. Yeah, I, yeah sorry. Uh, so yeah, the, the next one is uh, is storage. Um, this one was is usually not hotly debated, but uh, maybe we'll see this year. I, Anybody I want to go first? Off. Yeah, do Someone it. Yeah. Kick it off. Yeah. I don't care. I would like to keep the AMD love train going on this one. Ooh. Uh, I am going to go, this is the year Ryzen 3000 kicked off PCI 4.0 support. And alongside those chips, we saw the first wave of 
PCI 4.0 NVMe SSDs come out, and they are very freaking fast compared to PCI 3 uh, storage. So my vote, my my pick is just flat out PCIe 4.0 storage. But if you wanted to give specific, we could give it to the Corsair MP600 or the Gigabyte Aorus model. But for me, it's just PCIe 4 storage is here. And they all deliver comparable performance. So, yes. Hmm. Thanks to AMD. That's a, that's a really good pick. I, I was actually going to argue, I and I know it's not going to win, but I do think uh, Optane H10 came out this year. People know it's the hybrid uh, Optane drive with QLC NAND, 500 gigs, that, you know, terabyte. And um, the Optane is used to basically cache performance of the slower QLC. And the magic of Optane, it is stupid expensive because you're not going to get a one terabyte Optane drive for nothing. It's going to be very, very pricey. But if you've ever actually tested it or used it, that low latency performance of the H10 is pretty spectacular. Uh, we did a video of you go on YouTube and look H10 review. You can see us testing it and the launching of applications is, which is the thing that really does kind of bug you a lot. It really is, is amazing. So of course it is mostly a laptop technology and OEM laptop technology. So it's a little bit of a tough thing, but I, I just wanted to say that because it gets, I see a lot of people sort of bagging on the 10 drive because it's QLC versus say a traditional Samsung TLC drive, which is awesome. But uh, the Optane, I think, makes up for it in a lot of ways. A lot of people are looking at some of the, the synthetic benchmarks out there, and they're looking at full-capacity performance, and I think they're being overly hard on it. But PCIe 4 is pretty damn good, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think H10 is awesome. I just don't think it's PCIe 4. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna lose. yeah. There's a, even somebody in the chat being like, wait, is Optane still a thing? It is. It is. <laughs> It we have, we have some Optane fans in the, in the chat as well. And it's so. still being being marketed poorly by certain retailers. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. Um, actually, Adam, can yes. you go first? Because I want to check one thing before I say my thing. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I didn't have anything specific uh, to tell you the truth. I mean, there's not a lot of options in, in my mind. I, I like PCI 4 more than Optane, but... Um, I will say that the chat. I mean, there, there's a bunch of random stuff in here, but but the the almost kind of consensus uh, for the chat is that the customers won this year because SSD prices have uh, finally dropped. Yes, really hardcore, and we're all winning thanks to that. Uh, yes, so could be cheaper. Where's my two terabyte drive? That you know, prices really haven't moved. Yeah, on the one terabyte and two ter or not one terabyte. Sorry, two terabyte drives. Yeah. As much as I would hope to have seen. Very sad. But, I mean, it's still good at one terabyte and below. I think it's it's something that's, that really is affordable now for pretty much everybody. Yeah. That's what happens when you need the first-class experience, Gordon. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Oh, I need that. I need... You just, hey, you were just saying earlier that the um, the people out in front are paving the way, so you're going to have to just pony up for that. Actually, I am. I'm, I'm thinking if I do a build, I'm going to do two terabyte. NVMe um, SSD because I just got, as a boot, main boot drive. So. Yeah, and uh, there's not really anybody in chat that's willing to get behind PCIe 4 because it just it's limited use case, as is what people are saying. So my pick is not exciting, but uh, I thought I'd put it out there anyway. So one of the drives that we reviewed on PC World this year was the SK Hynix um, Gold S31. Yep. And it actually became our, our best 
SSD pick for the year. And I just want to double check one thing. And it is a TLC drive, which I think mm-hmm. is great because it is an affordable alternative to the very beloved Samsung Evo or 860 Evo. I always forget which order it comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think over Black Friday, I saw at least two different deals on it, which tells me that now you can get really good performance, solid, reliable performance at a much more affordable rate, which is something that I think is good just because it puts this level of performance in pe- more people's hands. Hmm. So it's, it's, not a, it's not a very flashy or exciting pick, but it's a this very solid Toyota Corolla of picks. Yeah, and SK Hynix <laughs> is real, right? So. SK Hynix, people might not know the name, but they are the company that actually make the TLC, make the drives that a lot of other companies, you know, stuff gets branded as. And I just, just to back that up, what you were saying a little bit, the 850 and 860 Evo have been our top pick for three or four years running. And this is the first drive to ever unseat it in our best SSD pick. So, yeah. so that says a lot. Bucks, 100 bucks for one terabyte? Um, you know, I wasn't looking at that price. So what, what stands out to me is that like the 250 and the 500 were, I think, around 30 and I think under 50 during Black Friday, which to me is a really great price. The The Evos came down for the first time to a point that I hadn't seen before. Oh. Um, but that was still, they were still at least $20 more. So, I mean, you're paying for the Samsung name at that point. Hmm. Interesting. So we have. I actually really like that. I really, really like that pick. However, I, I apparently I'm the one arguing for high end innovation this time around, which is a weird place to be. I'm very, to me, sorry. we've been waiting for PCIe four for years, and it comes out, and it's just I like to reward innovation. That's innovation. Uh, it's much faster than what we could get before, and the I believe the controllers aren't even maxed out yet, so they're going to only get faster next year. So well, don't worry. There, there's an innovation category as well. If it doesn't work, <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you vote for it, Adam? Again? Uh, yeah, my my votes for everybody wins. NVMe price is falling, so we have four different ones. Uh, I could I could <laughs> switch my vote and settle this. Cheap, uh, really good price value quality value price versus uh, bleeding edge bleeding edge. <laughs> I. Uh, I mean, Elena's is kind of on my camp too. I mean, she's yeah, talking but you about, haven't, you know, you're not, you haven't you definitively pick picked anything that, yet. That is, that is my pick, and and uh, the customer, the customer is winning. <laughs> you get to pick one thing. You can't pick the customer. A specific... No, <laughs> we're not. Hey, in in the past, we've we've remember when we picked nobody. <laughs> Same thing. Now it's just everybody. <laughs> so you're basically you're you're basically saying solid, reliable, low cost SSDs. Yes, is your pick. Yeah. Versus it's, the chat is saying that as well. Versus PCI. I'd say that's a good innovation pick. The so the good best trend or whatever to me. PCIe 4 storage, to me, I'm surprised there's this much debate over it, actually. I'm like, yeah, of course <laughs> yeah, right. it's PCIe storage. That's why everyone's got to pick. I actually do see the, <laughs> like, I do actually agree with you on a lot of your points, but I think for me, it's just that it hasn't quite reached the point yet where there's enough of a use case for it and that the technology is um, gotten to a point where it's kind of gotten past that first gen kind of hiccup stuff. Um, I think once we hit that, for me, it'll become a very solid choice, but because it's not there yet, I'm retreating back onto something that's far more, you know. (laughs) 
if you think about it. You know, he always finds a way to make <laughs> no, my, <but> it, <laughs> my speaking for the people sound very bad. I'm gonna wait till it's safe, and then in that way, in that case, I do have to go. I do have to go with uh, Brad's MP600 Corsair MP600. That wasn't right? even a question, Gord. I knew which way you were voting. <laughs> no, I, I, I changed my mind. I, I evolved. My stance evolved. So two versus two, then. Really? Because yeah. we're aligned. Nope. Yeah. And they're aligned. So that means it goes to chat. <laughs> and we know what the chat wants. <laughs> because cause chat is is very against PCIe 4. Why are they uh, against PCIe 4? Uh, well, let, let me read some. Uh, Kenny says, because none of us own PCIe 4. Frank says, almost nobody needs PCIe 4. Uh, Ad, Adrid says, no one is buying them. How can it win? Uh, Gareth <laughs> says, limited benefit them. to end users for PCIe 4 drives. Great for content creators and the like, though. Uh, so yeah, Senator, I say we stay with SATA 300. I'll never need in SATA 600. Nobody needs that either. <laughs> this is a stay back in 1962 or something. Like, I, I, well, we go have because it it's not computers don't take an entire room anymore. But you got to go the four. Most, the most cutting edge things are never going to be for everybody at the very beginning. Not everyone can afford it. Agreed. That said. Innovation should be rewarded. It, it is truly. Well, we have an, in, we have an innovation. And maybe it will be later on, on in the show. <laughs> and I mean, to me, the arguments you guys are making are yes, that is the first drive to unseat the Samsung Evo line, which is great. I think it's great to see that competition, but it's just about the same performance, slightly better price. It's not even like drastically better price. It's like is this a little bit better than the Samsung Evo? <laughs> Well, like, is that, the, is that, that the storage of the year? Oh, it's a little. Well, bit I'm not even talking about that part. <laughs> Elena and and Adam would pick. It's like, well, it could be the Toyota Camry or the Honda Accord or maybe the Ford Taurus. They That's win awards very often. They do. Actually, they do. Yeah. They do. But I'm <laughs> saying it's not what that you you get excited for newer technology. Like you would put. So, I'm not a okay. fan of Tesla's. So maybe but we should Tesla back this conversation Honda up Accord just a little bit. So. My philosophy coming into these awards is not necessarily the thing that rocked my socks the most. It's for me the thing that when I'm having a conversation with other people that I feel comfortable and confident telling them like, yeah, this is one of the best things that you can do uh, if you want current hardware from this year. And I don't necessarily mean the best as in like the, you know, as I just said, blow your socks off kind of performance. I mean, like the stuff that gets you through your daily life you know, without breaking your budget or anything of that sort. So I have a very pragmatic approach to these and I understand like the appeal of the razzle dazzle, but a lot of times, as you can already see from my picks, I like to pick stuff that I think encapsulates the best of the year for the most people. It's funny. We had this same discussion at some point last year. How you know, <laughs> Gordon's, yeah, Gordon's just like, oh, you know, this is the the best of the best, and and it's like, it's, no, I come into this, you know, thinking about the. You know, if you look at what allows more at, people to get into the PC. If you go look back and li- look at last year's award winner, the winner was the A Data XPG SX eighty two hundred Pro for the exact same reason. It's a good value. And I can understand that good <laughs> values are what most people should buy. But going back to what we were talking about, the CPU, I don't think good value necessarily means the best products of the year. Well, but to me, PCIe 4.0 is something PC nerds, PC geeks, enthusiasts, the industry have been waiting for 
for five years we've been hearing, where's PCIe 4? Where's PCIe 4? It's here now. Uh, well, a- I- Avrid wants to, to ask you a question, uh, Brad. Uh, would you recommend anyone get a PCIe 4 drive? I would if you have a use case for it. That's always my answer. You never <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, th- I think the, the sentiment is it's hard It's hard to have it be the winner if we recommend nobody buys it. I mean, because oh. the 2080 I don't, I don't Ti... I recommend nobody buy it. I, you okay. have to have a Ryzen 3000 chip in an X570, okay. so that's the issue with it. So use case. Let's let's go with ratio then. If there was a, There's always going to be a use case. So how how often do you think this use case would appear? Every time you need to access the drive. You don't count. Yeah. yeah don't, don't <laughs> the even. question is for Brad. <laughs> I think standard SATA drives will do fine as far as gaming and opening your applications unless they're ridiculous things. Uh, that said, PCI 4 is many times faster when you're actually transferring data. Copying a 50, 60 gig Steam game, is, it's nice. Yeah. And yeah. Here, here's my, I don't understand this. Ryzen 9 3950X, clearly winner. That goes with X570. You would recommend people get a PCIe 3 SSD for that build? I, to me, I'm like, yeah, well, you might as well. These, the, the, the PCIe 4 drives have really come down in price, too. They were very expensive mm-hmm. and when they came out, but now there's a slight premium, but they're very reasonably mm-hmm. priced. Let me check on this before I respond. Yeah, they had the MP600 one terabyte for what, 150, I thought. How, many, how, how much capacity? It was one terabyte. One terabyte. 150, terabyte. I thought, wasn't it? Yeah, you can get the favorite one for 150, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it's just like you might as well. You got a you got X five seventy. You got a Ryzen nine. Why don't you build it with a SATA drive? Why don't you build that with a a SATA three hundred drive? I, I I'm not sure that that logic tracks. And and I do think that using the Adam and Elena logic. Oh, here we go. In the chat, people are making these SSDs reliable, low priced. That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, that's their job. Right? No, it's not. Why would you want to reward them for just doing their job? It's definitely not their job. It's not their, their job. Their job is to make money, Gordon. It's actually the opposite. Yeah, and they're, but they're, it's just, <laughs> that's, they're just doing what they're supposed to do. No, I mean, dropping like, prices is not what they're supposed to do. People reaching for the stars, <laughs> trying to you know pull down PCIe 4, and that, that, that should be rewarded. But it's, it's a funny... Uh, yeah. That was a nice try. That was a good one. <laughs> to me, it's just PCIe 4 is something we've been waiting for forever, and it's here, and it does everything that it said it would. <laughs> wow. I did not expect us to debate this category yeah. quite yeah, so right? hard. Yeah. I, thought this I mean, was uh, to be me, nice it kind of is aligns with what Gordon was saying with the 2080 Ti versus 2200G last year. When you look back at it 10 years from now, we're going to go... What the hell? They picked a 2200G. Oh, my God. If, if we do, if we don't pick PCIe 4 storage and we pick the drive that's a little bit more of a value no, no, no. than the uh, 850. My, my argument then... is the customer. That's that's my argument. Not not Elena's drive. What? Well, well I you guys, so are you not I mean, it, it, is, it is my drive, really. It, it is your drive. It, it encompasses to, your drive. We have to find consensus, yeah. Adam. Otherwise, I don't, I don't, nothing. Not we're never, I think we're never should consent with the chat around the consumer, because then we have three to two. They, I mean, can, mine is basically the, the, the poster child for know, what you, you guys are talking about. It, you know? yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> are you all really waiting for me to say this so we can move on? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I, I, what are we saying? I, 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 it sounds like Elena's the last vote. 
No, she's already voted. She's voted for her drive. Well, but she can swing. <laughs> she's not going to change it. She's already. But you're voting for the people. People. Yeah, you're and not, the people is also voting for the people. But you're the so customer. they're not actually cheap, saying cheap NVMe drive. drives. They're they're not, well, s- not talk- having a specific one. They're just saying, hey, we all won because the NVMe SSDs are. Well, we're actually talking about two separate things then, because mine's not NVMe. Oh, whatever. Cheap SSDs. Wait, wait. Yeah, I'm that is a SATA that. drive. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's a good a SATA, SATA drive. drive. Most people can run SATA drives. Don't don't don't, don't hate on them. <laughs> yeah, so either way, Elena Gordon's is the deciding face. vote. Gordon's face. I don't think so. I don't think that, that information, that information, Senator, should be brought forward before the people. It's yeah. a SATA drive. Yeah, I wouldn't pick that. SATA, SATA drives are what drive. most people should buy, because a lot of people have older PCs, and they'll work in them. I, I don't hate on SATA drives. I think I just, you do SATA, you do they are. Is it actually like 2.5-inch drive or an M.2? Yeah. Yeah. 2.5-inch yeah. drive. So I'm thinking about this. Oh, yeah. I just PCIe. That's like that. I'm thinking about this from Brad's perspective of looking back uh, five years in the future and saying like, okay, these, this, these are the things that we picked. And I'm trying to see how I would feel about our picks. I don't think it sways me, Brad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm considering it, and I don't think it sways me. Here's why. Because a lot of times, one of the things I hate as a common, ordinary, what would you call it? Trailer type person? Trailing edge. Trailing edge type <laughs> Trailer person. Type person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different thing. No, no, no. I didn't say I didn't say trailer like a, like a house. I just meant as in like... I know, but it sounded that way. <laughs> <sighs> it's an important Great. part of an airfoil is the, is the trailing edge of that Trailing air, edge airfoil. person, moving on <laughs> um, A lot of times I hate it when you look at something like I'm not going to name names, but there's 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 a, a large outlet who's published like the tech of the the, the decade and I'm looking <laughs> at a lot of it and I'm looking at their number one spot and I'm thinking, wow, like you're more in love with the idea of what things represent, not necessarily what they actually did for us at that time. So I think that's why I'm I'm comfortable with picking what looks like, in retrospect, a very ho-hum, very, like, not exciting pick. So, Adam. Yes? I choose the people. <laughs> there, I've said it. The people win. <laughs> The people win. What does that even mean? I don't know. Cheat, uh, Please don't write it that way on the actual We should give sheet. it to the drive. We should give it to that drive. <laughs> cheap, uh, cheap NVMe is what people are SK saying. SK Hynix. So, but look, I... So, well, no, NVMe it's, is different than the SK Yeah, Hynix. no, the, the people are, are arguing for NVMe. They're uh, not arguing for SSD, so I, I wouldn't want to put in the... I am... Or SATA, I, yeah. I'm calling for a head count. Uh, well, PCIe... <laughs> PCIe, yeah. NVMe, MP600, <laughs> or the other uh, 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 Python controller-based clones, or the IORS drive. Same here. SATA 2.5-inch, 1-terabyte SSD. <laughs> and the other one is the people. No, it's the NVMe drive. Affordable NVMe. So, like, they're talking about, like, the Western Digital, oh, is it the that's... SN750, those drives? The ones that came down in price? Around well, they're Black just Friday. talking about, hey, that that all the prices across the board are going down. You know, that that was uh, that yeah. was what happened in 2019. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm on board with NVMe drives as well. 660p. I just don't think they have as wide application because Sa- you have to Sabrent. have a motherboard that supports M.2. 
which a lot, a lot of people. That, I think if we're going to do that, I think we should just do affordable SSDs. Just yeah. paraphrase the whole idea is affordable SSDs. Affordable SSDs. Did you hear the resignation the in my voice? Yeah. I feel the resignation in my voice. <laughs> Look, Brad, I'm really hoping that 2020 we can all just get on board with the same stuff and be yeah, excited. I, I really do. I don't. I also, really don't like hearing that tone in your voice. Also, we it's have not, uh, it's not good. We have a best innovation. We we can still bring up PCI four there. Uh, but yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> flash up the graphic. <laughs> How the, long did we spend on this? Like 20 minutes. Yeah, that was way too long. Uh, the 2019 expected. Yeah, 2019 nerdy for uh, storage that, goes to affordable SSDs and all of us winning. Adam, that and feels, Elena. This no, hold on. This will be on your record. Full years. <laughs> this feels like, you know, when you're in a, a jury room and you're just arguing endlessly, and you're just you, all of you just want to get out, and you're like, no, justice has to be served. <laughs> you so you just, just made him going. guilty. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like you just like, oh, I gotta go have lunch. Guilty. That's what you guys did. That's no, did. no, no it, I didn't cave. I could have. I did think Brad's thing through, and I wavered inside for a little bit. Wait a minute, but you I did cave. Strong. You went with the people's SSD. Well, affordable yeah. SSD still it's encompasses still, it's still encompasses her, my position. Her so, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we need to move on because the next one. AMD almost got the hat trick. AMD did almost. not get the hat trick. Well, hey, there's best innovation. They, not they can to come. alarm anybody, but I smell something burning coming through the vent. So, just FYI. Electrical? Uh, I don't smell anything. Uh, well, it while, while like we. Dust burning, potentially. While we figure out what's burning, uh, let's talk about cases <laughs> uh, because we had some really good cases this year. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about some of these. Uh, Elena, do you want to you kick this off with your case pick? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I, I would be the case person. Okay, so we, we don't do case reviews yet. So a lot of this has to do based on like just monitoring the space. But the one that I keep coming back to and the one that I actually want to get in so that we can do a teardown and, you know, all that stuff that we actually do in the office here is uh, the Lian Lee Lian Cool 2. It's $90 and it has all these features that I think is are just <laughs> phenomenal. What is Sorry, right right as you said that, uh, Boria put it in the chat right as you said that. That was <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah. Same mind, yeah. same mind. <laughs> uh, I'll just list out some of the features on it, which I think are just phenomenal to get in a, a $90 case. So um, you have very, so as far as I can tell, you have front mesh. So no worries about airflow from the front. You have, you know, glass panels. You can move them around if you want. Um, you have uh, bottom flip panels for the, the shroud, so it's easier in and out. Um, the cable management is my favorite. So if you look at the, the backside, uh, what I call the backside, where normally you see a nest of stuff, you have mm. those panels that yeah. go over the like cables. Cover plate. So yeah. it covers it. Um, and I believe both panels are tempered glass. So then you don't get that anxiety like you do with the, the Corsair Crystal mm. uh, case, which is a beautiful case. But that thing gives me nightmares when I think about cable <laughs> management. I'm just like, oh, God, like, how do I make this not look horrible? Um, huge. I have not achieved that level of mastery yet. Um, and they've got all these other things where it's like, so Leanne Lee for a long time, I've always loved Leanne Lee. And then I kind of temporarily put that love on hiatus because they just kind of got a little outdated with some of their, um, uh, their engineering in that, like, there's still a lot of screws, like some things that like all the other case makers had left behind. And it seems like they, they kind of took note of that and just came back and, you know, 
everything that should be toolless looks like it's toolless now. Just so much room in this thing. They have, and they're incorporating features from other vendors that people like, so like a cable management bar, um, you know, room for radiators, like thoughtful airflow from what I can tell just from like looking at pictures and you know, like other people's reviews. Obviously, I haven't reviewed this yet. And I like the IO. I even like the top IO and I normally don't even care about this. Two colors, white, black. Very simple. You got all the RGB you could want. So yeah, for me, that's my vote. That's mm. my pick. Nice. Hmm. No, I mean, that, that's a good one. I, I was uh, kind of thinking like I just haven't paid too close of attention to cases to have a, a really good opinion, but it feels like um, I really yeah. love that uh, that NCXT. So here's the thing for Project me Snowblind. with a lot of the cases that came out this year. I think a lot of them are beautiful. I think we saw a lot of beautiful cases this year, but I think the problem with that is that uh, the beautiful cases and even like the silent cases, they started neglecting like airflow, like basic things that you want from your case. And I think we went a little too far in that direction. And that, for me, was kind of an unfortunate trend, I think. I guess. I, I sort of think there's a... I mean, everybody likes... There was a there was a stage where cases were high airflow and basically dust magnets, right? These are vacuum cleaners running. And I I, I, I think it's okay worth giving up some performance for, for the looks. Uh, I think we have the luxury of that here. I live in the Bay Area where our, our temperatures are, are far more temperate. But I think if we're thinking about this... Uh, across the, you know, at least the United States, there are enough different climates that, you know, a summer can make or break your system if it doesn't have good enough airflow. Okay. Well, I mean, you've seen anybody, any opinions, any favorites for the year? I actually, I was thinking about it. This is the first year I can remember that I didn't actually go hands-on with a new case because I was just in a never-ending death march <laughs> of graphics card releases. Uh, but this is the first year in forever that I got really excited about a case, even though I haven't touched it, and it was our Project mm. Snowblind iBuyPower build. Because oh, yeah. even though I just built myself a new system a year or two ago, and I spent 200 something dollars on a high-end Fantex case, when I saw you playing Super Meat Boy... On the side of the Snowblind <laughs> Element case, I'm just like, holy crap, that's amazing. I love that. I love stupid stuff, and that's prime stupid and awesome, and I love it. And that 100% gets my vote. I almost bought it when it was on sale for yeah. 180 bucks or whatever over cheap. Black Friday. Oh, such a good price. And I have no need for it. Like I said, I have a high-end like two or $300 case that I just bought, but playing Super Meat Boy on the side of my case, <laughs> that gets my vote. Yeah, and it basically is an NZXT case. And so, I love those. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm. I'm just. I. I just don't feel like. I mean, I can go with the Leon Lee pick. That's pretty nice. Or Adam, any case favorite standouts for this year? Uh, I mean, personally, of the ones that I uh, have seen, there there were a couple standouts. Uh, I mean, it's it's no secret I, I like the H510 Elite, but I recognize that it's not the best for airflow and things like that. Uh, but I, my pick uh, is going to be one that that I was like 
man, I, I would really put this on my desk and, and have a really good laugh, uh, would be the Dune case. Uh, <laughs> all aluminium, baby. Yeah. On my desktop. I'm, I, we didn't test it for thermals or anything like that, but man, that would be awesome to have on the desk. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, grate cheese very well, though. Yeah. No, I, I, I did fixed see it, that. found that out for <laughs> all of us. That. So many. Uh, so yeah, my, my, my pick is the Dune case. Uh, and that price wasn't too bad for an all aluminium case uh but yeah there's a lot of people saying uh, in the chat that they they enjoyed the the snow blind so i mean there's a bunch of other stuff in here you know uh pure base 500 uh yeah. the zero one one uh i don't know what that is the lee and lee one. yeah, yeah. um we actually have the pure base in so we'll be doing our own unboxing and tear down of that Soon, yeah, very yeah. soon. So the, there's there's plenty of picks in here for sure, but I, I would say the chat consensus is mostly uh, Snowblind. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. And I then could be, now a couple okay. of votes for Dune Case. I could, could be swayed after they dashed my PCIe Ford. I could be swayed <laughs> to change my vote just because I do think that it's the kind of innovation that is definitely different and deserves some recognition. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's just a trolling. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll get to innovation later. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm not trolling. I'm genuinely yeah. right. thinking I could change it. I do feel bad, Brad, about the last category. <laughs> I I don't care. I don't care strongly. That's that's the case that I would like. To me, I'm like, I love that. Like to me, like when I go to CES, like I did a big write up a couple years ago about a stupid. Uh, dual GPU connector because it had big aggressive fans on it that are ridiculous <laughs> and I just love ridiculous stuff and this is peak ridiculous if you can play video games on your case I love that <laughs> Yeah, I like it it's just a little small the one that we had in so but yeah there's there's different versions yeah so is is that a is that our pick wait so you're saying snowblind you're saying I could go with that snowblind. was my pick I can just abstain. I just abstain. I mean, yeah, I just don't know. Uh, is it uh, what? What was the actual uh, model that that you got in? Or should we just say Project Snowblind? It's no, no, because we have to. Because Snowblind's been around for longer than 2019. Yeah. So um, Snowblind Element mm-hmm. is the one that we looked at, and I, I like this one in particular of the lineup because I feel like some of the other 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 iterations, excuse me, were a little too concepty or mm-hmm. a little just uh, i hate to say it kind of not attractive as a case mm-hmm. and this one is both cool and you know a nice looking case XT. I mean, it's basically i think like an s340 yeah yeah h5 and i love that case that's that's part of the factors in for me that's a great case and you can play video games on it <laughs> like i keep saying that because it blows my mind all right i want to play it down well on that so bad nice uh, all right, uh, then uh, if it's official, I'm going to flash it up. The 2019 Nerdy for PC case goes to the Snowblind Element. Uh, great case, great case, good deals on that great case from Black Friday. So maybe somebody picked it up. Uh, all right, next is accessory, which I will say for the past couple of years, uh, it has been something uh, creative related uh, and you know audio related. Um, but yeah, I, your- I'm, I'm interested to see what people say about this one. Who's got it? Who wants to go first? Definitely not. I can go. Oh, I just went first. I can let someone else go first. Adam is. Adam is, hasn't gone I'll first go, yet. Adam. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, I, my my pick. Uh, <laughs> this one was more kind of a joke pick because I don't, I I couldn't really think of one until somebody mentioned it in the chat. Uh, the Steam controller, and I know it didn't come out this year. That's why it's kind of a joke pick. But yeah, this is the year I got into the Steam controller, uh, or am getting into the Steam controller, and so uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited about it when when I think of accessories. Uh, it is really sad though that you discovered it. And it's on its actual deathbed. Actually, so, as but, they were putting it into the ground and covering and that, it, with now's a good time. I mean, they're still gonna they're still gonna support it at least for a couple of years. But also, uh, there there's rumors that they they trademarked a, a second one. So who knows? Maybe we'll see a second one come out. Hmm. Maybe. So, hmm. um, I love the Steam controller, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I I know no one's gonna no one else is into it. What's your pick, Brad? Well, mine, I actually thought about a couple different ways. Accessory, we typically meant hardware. In which case, for me, it would be the Logitech G502 Lightspeed, because it's one of our favorite mice, but now supports power play. So basically, your mm. mouse charges your thing. But then I was thinking about it more, and to me, accessory just means anything that goes with and enhances your PC. Ooh. So I'm going to take a little out-of-left-field thing here, and... Y'all might think it's a trolling pick, but it's not. I'm going to go with the Epic Game Store because <laughs> that is the extra bit that I install on every PC this year. Huh. Like it's a lot of hate. I think it's done a yeah, lot of good. Hayden just did a great article explaining all the good that it's done, both in terms of 56, I think, free games over this year. Yeah. They're going to have 12 more free games over this upcoming year. It's epic mega sale, had ridiculously low prices. Uh, developers get more money out of it. They Some of the best exclusives that you could play on PC this year were paid for, but they did go to the Epic Games Store. Games like Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds, Contr- uh, uh, yeah, Control, Metro Exodus. I just think Epic came out of nowhere last year, because it came out about this time last year. I think it was after our last Best of Awards, actually. And... Yes, there's still a lot of work to be done, but they have done some amazing things that we haven't seen in this place for a long time. And you could have 56 awesome games by this time next week because the Epic Game Store is on your PC. And <laughs> the chat is having fun with this. <laughs> I like this position. as a, you know, from left field kind of pick, actually. <laughs> All right, let me let me try let me try mine on you. Uh, real quick, real quick, we, we just got five dollars from Evocative Productions. Uh, thank you. It says, what is that with Brad's face on it, directly to the left? Uh, over your right shoulder, Brad. He a pirate. Yeah, just to, to that explain is, that for uh, a second. A picture of me as a pirate. I was incredibly drunk when I took it. It was for a Maximum PC print article where I was comparing Skype versus Google Hangouts or whatever. Uh, and I loved it because it's Drunk Pirate Brad and I got it in a national publication. So for Christmas <laughs> one year, my wife got me the Andy Warhol version of it. Nice. nice. Cool. <laughs> All right. Just yeah, had to ask uh, Gordon. Okay. Gordon, what's your pick? So I, I don't know if this works or not, but I'm going to pick uh, accessory could be really anything. But oh, I, I'm going to oh, say, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to say, four. Uh, <laughs> the plethora of cheap free sync panels and G sync compatible. G sync compatible for the win, huh? Yeah, for the people. Hmm. Interesting. I actually, like interesting. These, all these suggestions. And actually, so Chad far. has a really good one now too. Okay. Um. So this this is not a joke. 
I I am oh, just no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, the worst of the of humanity, to, according to some parts of the PC uh, fan space. Um, but they didn't come out this year, so I can't vote for RGB cable combs. <laughs> oh, are you sure? Dang. Yeah, they actually yeah. came out in 2018. I missed I missed the boat oh, on that one. No. So uh, that would have been my vote if it came out this year. <laughs> I love those things. <laughs> I know. I'm such a crow inside. Um, so I had difficulty picking because I, I first thought of the review that Hayden just did on the Logitech G Pro X keyboard, which is the one that lets you actually swap out switches individually, mm-hmm. which um, I know is really kind of niche, but I, I think it's cool that Logitech is bringing that kind of um, flexibility and making it very accessible to people who wouldn't normally build their own keyboards from scratch. Yeah, it's definitely a high-end feature. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. But then on the other hand, I do really like the uh, Xbox Elite controller having a second generation come out this year actually well. you know so some people said that in the chat and i was like well if i had actually had to pick one that wasn't the steam controller it would be the elite series too yeah. like yeah and there's definitely people in the chat who are voting for that one uh, so oh it's hard so wait 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 y'all voted against a 150 dollar pcia for <laughs> ssd but you voted for a 150 dollar xbox actually controller. it's 180 but it's 180 <laughs> yeah. for the xbox controller yeah. It is, it's a really good controller. I mean, I, yeah. the, the part, I have to admit part of it is because it's a really good controller, but I have to admit the other part of it is just, you're going to troll me about being a trailing edge person? I'm going to troll you with <laughs> console hardware. It's a $180 controller. <laughs> there ain't no way in the world you could get $180. Yeah, hey, originally I was actually going to pick $30 RGB cable combs, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm changing That's... it now to original Xbox USB controller, okay? They're like $5 in eBay. The Duke controller? Are you thinking the Duke controller? Uh, the Duke, yeah. No, I think you just talk about 360. I don't know the difference. Yeah, They're all the same difference. Uh, actually, there's a couple people in the chat uh, wanting to throw in the Valve Index VR. Uh, you know, Valve Index was pretty damn good. 4K... Uh, display, new controllers, inside out tracking. Ups. Yeah. How much is that thing? Uh, $500 for the headset, 500 for the controllers. Oh. And the, and the stations. Well, and it's two not stuff, bad right? now yeah. because it's back, back to uh, a thousand all in. that are meant for the PC. I thought it would yeah. be, I, would, when I, I sort of thought it would be a $1,500, you know, setup. But of course, no, that it's a thousand. Yeah. That doesn't include light towers either. You no, it does. No, it, it does. does. It, it does. does. Yeah. Oh, so a thousand bucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A thousand bucks all in for 4K. Look at this guy. The best experience I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, when it's not on his side, uh, I will say. But really, the the one that chat is getting behind, and uh, like I'm gonna say that that's consensus in the chat is Xbox Game Pass. Interesting enough, oh, as a, as an accessory. That's a good one too. Yeah. Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I finally they they lured me in without a worlds for one dollar for the month, and I don't think I'm ever going to let go of it. I love it. Yeah. Did you load up before you did it? No, I don't. I'll pay the five bucks a month. I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, because the, the PC version came out this year so yeah the, I'm, I'm surprised a lot of people in the chat are saying that yeah that they they just love their their game I, Pass. i actually had that right alongside the epic game store but my initial one of my initial innovation ideas was competition for steam because i think between epic mm. game store and xbox game pass like it's been an excellent year for pc gamers and a lot of that's because all these people who are competing against steam and because of that steam is 
fighting back harder and we got the new library and everything and I just think it's a great time to be a PC gamer. Mm-hmm. But for me, the Epic Game Store is the thing that kicked it off. I love Game Pass. Five bucks a month, you can't beat that. Unless you want a free game every single week for 52 weeks and then <laughs> seven free games over the next week or something like that. Oh, speaking of, Wolf Among Us is free, I think, until tomorrow. Yeah, Get play that, that game. Get that game. And I'm so excited that Wolf Among Us 2 is actually back a lot. It's like back. It's going to happen. Wait, right. free, also, they did like, add, forever, uh, add or was it Yeah, on Epic. Yeah. On Epic, it's oh. free. Yeah. They give a free game or two every week. <sighs> God, I had no idea. I <laughs> never log into the Epic store to check. I should. Yeah, they I gave away Subnautica, Observer, like games There's that we some love. Some of ones. our top what remains of Eden fit finch was our game of the year two years ago that was free this year oh, like they were giving away like top tier games too mm-hmm. huh oh you know this one's hard because the, there's so many good choices yeah we have a lot of good choices all right i so like all of them. what's everybody's top pick we'll make it easier what's your vote adam we'll uh well the, the the people says game pass that's for the people what's uh, your pick for for me my pick is uh the yeah, the the elite series too oh, i'd go with that elena come back to me <laughs> uh, Brad, I I like all of them so much. Like the Elite Series Two is the controller I wish I could afford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not you're I'll moving like, from your Epic. You're you're actually. I, I I love my Epic. I don't know if it's going to win though. I'm. I actually am considering your epic for what it's worth. You should not. You, you, oh, you man, should not. You, this no. the, the the fire you smell. I think, I think would come from the chat uh, if we if we picked epic star. <laughs> and that's to me. That's a good thing. To me, it's you should shout the praise of something that deserves praise, but is getting hate for no reason. Like for plenty of reason, there is reason. Don't get me wrong. It's getting unnecessary amounts of hate, and True. it's done. A lot of good that has not been recognized whatsoever by the community that is mad that they're steam, they can't access their Steam friends. Uh, I mean, hook up with your friends on Discord, get all these free games, play some of the best games of the year. Epic Game Store has come out swinging, well, I think. But to be fair, that's not the reason why people are mad about it. It's, it's because of the lack of like cloud saves. Well, oh, exclusives, no. exclusives, ten cent being a you know a funded like there's yeah there's there's, a, there's reasons. It, it, there are Tencent, people are Tim the Tim Sweeney has come out and said Tencent has like a ten percent share and has no say whatsoever in how they operate and they will never have control and operations of it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying that's, that's those that's are the reasons what Chat is that, saying. That reason is a bit xenophobic. Yes, I, true. I'm going <laughs> to say though I. I, I like the idea of a free market of competition bringing us more cores, better prices, better graphics, larger SDs for lower price. So I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with Brad on this. I'm gonna say Epic Store. <laughs> as much as people hate it, the, my vote is for competition in the market. Dang! All right. Well, then. Uh, so I'm going with Brad. I mean that 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 puts us at two. So. And it heads off people voting for some $180 game controller. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is sweet. That's the thing. All of these picks are amazing. Any one of these deserve to win. It is a good controller, but 180 seems a little excessive. Oh, wow. I mean, like, VR has such little support, but apparently $1,000 for oh, it, it is I amazing. would not call the, the many, uh, several hundred, if not a thousand or more VR games a little mm. support, but go go on. I just I have don't a set up so I can't talk smack about a hundred and eight dollar controller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, I don't know. But uh, you you have not voted. 
I'm Elena? considering my options because all three yeah. choices before <laughs> me are ones that I have an emotional um, pool. They all have an emotional pool on me. Oh, it's difficult. Okay, so Xbox Game Pass. I do like that, but I think I I'm going to skip it. <coughs> um, I just don't feel like... So, you know, even though I'm a console gamer, for the most part, when I'm going through my library, I do I do find it a little disappointing that the PC library is not as extensive as the console library. And I think they need to work on that. So for me, it's not quite a yes. Um, so really, it's the controller at Epic Game Store. Hmm. I think I'll go with Epic. Wow. I wow. really like right. free stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of it. Dang, I wow. like free stuff, and I like the, the idea of the competition. I, I, I do agree with chat that it's not great about the exclusives, and I understand why people are upset. But, I mean, sometimes I, I am it's a console a gamer. It's on your computer. It's not the same as a... PlayStation 4 I know. and Xbox. I know, I was, but I was going to say <laughs> that coming from consoles, it's not nearly as bad where you you just are SOL for like months at a time, unless you have a friend or you're willing to pony up for more than one console. Well, all right. Then uh, it's official. The 2019 Nerdy for the best ex- PC accessory is the Epic Game Store. And competition and it's in free the market. games. <laughs> Sorry, creative. Uh, sponsored by Epic is what the Kim says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, if you guys want to read more about it, if you go and look, Hayden did an excellent article about how one year in the Epic Game Store. Uh, where is it? Right here. A year in, the Epic Game Store's fight against Steam has made PC gaming better for everyone. Go read that. Also, a uh, question Natalie's asking, um, did Epic come out this year or last year? It came out this year, but it all the innovations and all the things that it's been doing Happened was over this year. year. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, been out for longer than that. It came out right before Christmas last year. It came out after this award show last oh, okay. year. okay. Then, no, yeah, yeah. So that counts. That counts. Cool. All right. Uh, moving along to laptop. Uh, what, what do we think for laptop? I, I think, Gordon, you reviewed the most laptops, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm, I was going over the list of stuff, and I sort of think for this crowd, um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... And I really had to think really hard about it because there were some. I mean, it's, 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 this year was awesome for gaming laptops. Um, for any laptops, actually, you know what? We have a couple people like legit throwing their hat in for the uh, the MacBook Pro 16 inch. Huh? You know, again, I, I I want to applaud Apple for 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 correcting its mistakes. As as I've said before, I think the fact that they went back despite. Years and years of of the butterfly keyboard going back to the good keyboard, and the the, the thermals are apparently for what it is decent. You know that's that's you got to give you got to give it to them. I'm not going to pick it, but <laughs> I think I, I I sort of thought about the reason why I wanted to pick this. And my argument for the is the Alienware Area 51M. It's a big giant. You know, it's a big beefy eight pounder of a. We once you get the power bricks in there and everything, it is a big monster laptop. But the reason I want to pick it, besides the fact that it is stupidly fast, it has for people who don't know a ninety nine hundred K in there, um, uh, RTX twenty eighty 
mobile park. Socketed, a socketed desktop. Yeah, and socketed desktop park. So you can actually open the thing up and, and swap the CPU out. Um, but Alienware is on the record, and they have Dell behind them, as saying they want to support the future with this, and they are trying to get upgradable internal laptop graphics as a reality. It never has been a reality that's ever worked for every anybody. People have tried it many times, and many people have failed at it. This time, if it all works out, um, you can... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and again, this is... I don't know if it will, because... Time will tell. The reason why people have failed is they say, hey, Oh, we got a vote. We got a quick vote for the MacBook Pro 16. Oh, the MacBook Pro will make it. No, so, so you have to understand that Roman just came from the entire other side of the building. <laughs> he did. Ro- Roman this. Loyola, uh, executive editor at, at, Mac, at Macworld. It's the classic. I mean, this is a good luck. I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, the touch bar, whatever. He's playing but you into get, his plan here to look, talk about it. You get the escape key. You get, I'm, but I, because I, 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 you get the escape key. Yeah, because they made a mistake and they have corrected. No, Gordon. The company made a mistake and they corrected. No, Gordon, you don't. You don't. Oh my God, you made that mistake. I'm going to. This this will be a blood Uh, feud until the end. Gordon, it's it's what they should have done. Until we sink into a quantum security. All you need to say is thank you and move on. Yeah. Thank they you. have the right, keyboard that that doesn't fail. It has travel. It has an escape key. Come on, man! This is a phenomenal laptop for Apple. And I'm sorry, you, I, I just think you know again for Apple. Did you did you all hear that? For well, yeah, Apple, because yeah. they. I, I mean, of course, he's got to say. But that. there's companies yeah. that will go on this Thank thing you, where they're like, "No, we're, we're not going to change. We're not going to change." And you got to say, "Look, you did the right thing." Okay. You made you the right thing by doing that 180. I don't understand why people just get so like, never. I will never blood feud over. I just I will never. I just think there's a difference between heaping praise on somebody for doing the right thing and acknowledging and thanking them for doing I'm the right thing. I'm glad you did the right thing. What, how is that heaping praise on somebody? I'll thank no, God they no, that did was, that. That's different than you spending five minutes on saying that. The escape key. Yeah, yeah the escape key is there. You got the full <laughs> keyboard. Come on. Uh, the full nerd uh, running now on Macworld.com. <laughs> but... Again, well, that's the reason why I want to award the Area 51M, even though it may not work. But if NVIDIA is able to get a next generation AMD or NVIDIA or Intel graphics into this laptop, you know, we all are better for it. And they did. And they did actually a month or two ago actually come out with replacement modules for it. So the idea is in practice. Okay. That's what I was going to ask about because I feel like this is something they've said for a while, not just this year, but that's something they've said, oh, yeah, we're we're thinking or we're going to try to do this. And it never materialized. So hearing that it actually has come out changes it for me. So it's a little bit. So the iffy part thing, though. So they came out with basically 2080 and probably a 2080, 2070 mobile part. So they have the mobile modules. You can buy them. And the reason they didn't introduce those introduce those when they came out is because how stupid would you be to buy your laptop and then pay for a GPU and immediately replace it? No, you, yeah. you realize you're going to buy it with a 2070 or a 2080 or a 2060. You're just going to roll that, right? You're not going like to immediately re- replace it. We won't need to introduce these parts till later. So they did come out with these parts. But that's not... The entire vision, if it works out, is you can get a next-generation AMD or you can get a next-generation video or Intel, maybe, if they can do it. And that's why I, I think it's deserving of it because the the sucky thing with gaming laptops is you're stuck. Those components are in there forever, you know? No, I get what you're saying, I, but 
I just quit, real quick, Brad. Um, I get what you're saying, but for me, it's not it's not that they came out with current gen parts that makes it reassuring. It's the fact that at least you have proof that they're going to produce something. That's hundred percent what I was going to say. Yeah, it's, but it's the, putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah, they are doing it, but you know, again, we don't. What's happened with other attempts is they said, "Hey, we're going to do an upgrade." It turned out that the next generation parts you couldn't upgrade, and yeah, you never got that upgrade. You were unhappy, right? So it's a real risk. risk. They do have an upgrade, so I guess they fulfill that legally. But it, I will be bummed if we don't see a. That's that's actually because I'm going to be short and sweet. That's my pick as well for all the same reasons. But uh, just throw it on top of there: the socketed 9900K with the 2080 full fat in there kicks all kinds of ass as is. So even if that doesn't you know, come to fruition. Although I do think it's encouraging that they're putting their money with the mouth is with the current gen stuff. Uh, it's just a kick ass, completely redesigned, beautiful laptop right now. So that was also going to be my pick. So my pick is not nearly so exciting. Uh, I once again picked the thing that I feel like it's just, uh, not all of us are actually going to go out with a gaming laptop. There are a lot of us who are interested in it. And I think that, um, it definitely has a lot of pizzazz, but my pick is actually something else that Gordon reviewed this year, which is the latest iteration of the HP Spectre, the, uh, the 360. So the one that, um, goes like this actually, well, um, <laughs> mine's an older one, but you gave it a five star review and you rarely do that. And the reason yep. why is because it ticks all the boxes for a thin and light laptop, right? So it has type A ports still. It has a full travel keyboard. It has incredible battery life. You know, it, it still does holds up against really well against a six core part in the traditional Dell XPS 13. And it's right there with the Dell um, XPS two in one. So, I mean, this thing is, and it's smaller, too, this year, right? So it's smaller. It still has uh, Windows Hello support for both facial recognition and fingerprint. And then um, it has the webcam. It's always had the webcam in the better spot where you're not getting the double chin. It actually, like, looks you straight on. Um, Dell XPS had that, like, uh, turkey chin cam for the longest time. Um and the price includes the pen, so you get the uh, pen support without having to pay extra for it. This year it includes a case as well, I think you yeah, said? They have, yeah. They have okay. a little leatherette sleeve. Yeah. So you get a lot of value for how much you're paying for this um, ultra-portable laptop. And I think for a lot of us, we're not taking gaming laptops with us when we're traveling or just going around the house. We have something that we want to be able to put in our bags and not take up a lot of weight. And for me, that's why it gets my vote, because I think it's very practical. I think it's something, again, another to- it's another Toyota Corolla for me, everybody. And the pricing <laughs> that was That was, I actually have Alienware 51M or HP Spectre oh, okay, X30. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one, because that is a, they really hit it all the ballpark with that laptop, right? That's it's really well done. And we, we just, uh, we just did a video on it, uh, yesterday, um, <clears throat> that you can see on the, on our YouTube channel. Really good video, uh, breaking down all the differences between the XPS 13 and the Spectre 13. Um, yeah. Uh, you- man, the, the chat, uh, the chat's all over the place. Uh, we got, we got Lenovo picks. We have, um, uh, the Acer Nitro picks. We have uh, Natalie like to throw in for the Razorblade Stealth Quartz because it's pink. 
uh the area 51 definitely has some uh has some votes uh think pads yeah i i there's not even really consensus in in the chat wow yeah it, yeah it impresses me how many people still really love think pads hey i'm i'm a convert yeah i hate the key <laughs> placement like i oh, i yeah. get oh, angry you gotta about get used it. to it you got to get used to it it is a bummer uh, so, so, you know, there, there was something that, that people were talking about earlier, uh, that I just thought of, uh, it's for, especially for this crowd, I think most of them aren't getting a gaming laptop. They have a desktop. So something like a Spectre would actually be a, a really good, like accessory, uh, quote companion. unquote, companion, uh, piece. Uh, so maybe that's something else to keep in mind. Uh, anyway, my pick, uh, the, the one that I picked that I was just like, wow, I, man, if I, if I had my hard earned money that I would love to, to chunk down, it would be the, the Acer concept D seven. Oh. Uh, uh, so I mean, it's essentially an Acer predator 500, right? Is that what it was? I can't remember. Uh, but just, uh, with a, a better, uh, panel, uh, for content creators, uh, and then uh, some spec changes, but yeah, I mean that, that was a beautiful laptop, beautiful, beautiful laptop. So that that's that's my uh, throwing in hat, but that's as a, a content I, creator kind of thing. I tell you what, this is such a weird and diverse category. I personally would be fine with having the best gaming standard in creation laptop and giving it to all three. Oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah. So for the Alienware, the the Spectre, and the yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're all they're all drastically different. Yeah, drastically right. Different I mean, purposes. yeah, and especially since I mean, the, there's definitely no consensus in the chat. Uh, I mean, I think if if probably if they had to pick, they would pick the Alienware uh, out of all those three. But for just, me, it was down between the Alienware and the Spectre, and it's really they're yeah drastically different use cases very, so i think very. this is uh, such a splintery group that i think those are all great picks for different reasons sorry roman not the macbook <laughs> although uh, it's the best mac we can put it as we uh, appreciate <laughs> yeah. the full travel keyboard in this okay i think yeah. i think that's enough gordon let's, let's... <laughs> yeah uh all right. i do the write-ups on the site for the full nerd typically uh i might include the macbook just just so i could say because fun. it has an escape key in it <laughs> just quote that wait so is, is that really our pick we, we want to give it to all three uh not the macbook but yes yeah, yeah. Yes. the other three that so the area 51m best use of an escape key the uh, specter best return of X an escape key 360 and the concept D7. Yeah, they, you know, it's a creator laptop, it's a content creation laptop, it's a standard laptop, it's a gaming laptop. Uh, it's Winner a, for each category. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry, it's a it's a it's a long one to spell out, and I have to change <laughs> uh, some things in this template to it's make a, it fit. It, I tell you, it just tells you how awesome PC laptops are these days. Because yep. there are definitely people who their experience with the PC laptop was 2013 or something. So. We're the, in a different world now. The hard uh -oh, uh oh, Roman, Roman's coming oh, back. back. He's oh, angry. He's, he's angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Roman. <laughs> Wasn't going to win. Hey, guys, uh, what this means to me is that even the executive editor of Macworld listens to the Full Nerd podcast. Oh, yeah. He so. always, he always <laughs> does. He always does. <laughs> he was hoping for that MacBook mention. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a nerd. And he's with like me. Us. Come on. Escape key 
full travel key. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to throw it up. The 2019 nerdy for laptop goes to the three. Uh, the Alienware Area 51M, the HP Spectre X360 15? 13. 13. 13. Uh, and the Acer Concept D7, uh, a gaming, a thin and light, and a content creation uh, running NVIDIA Studio. I really just love how all these innovations we've been seeing in the last few years have made it so that we have three different laptop options that we really can't pick between Yeah, because yeah. They're, they're just really drilling down into these use cases and making those experiences just so good. Yeah, honestly, in the future, we should probably just call this like gaming laptop uh, rather than just laptop mm. in general uh but yeah something to revisit along with bow ties and uh music <laughs> exactly yeah stepping it up for 2020 all right uh the next one uh is uh, the the best innovation uh we can probably already throw in pcie 4 into that right uh yeah i'll go first and i'll just say uh brad let's go with pci <laughs> <laughs> oh come on you know honestly uh this speaks more to my terrible memory for the year than anything else but i couldn't pick anything like i i've just been so so consumed in the last few months with the latest developments that i i just don't i don't actually remember what happened in 2018 versus 2019 anymore <laughs> anything that happened six months ago feels like it was already a year ago uh, yeah. thrashy says uh, best innovation escape key <laughs> it has physical been a, escape key it has been a crazy year right so all right uh should well are you gonna do pcie for brad should i just give I'm up not actually no I'm not i'll, I'll put it out there for brad because yeah, i have nothing else to put out there i don't know if this counts or not i'm just gonna go but because i mean you could argue the original ryzen sort of changed all this but i sort of think the democratization of cores really sort of materialized this year the fact cores for all I just think the price per core has just been crazy and it's just it felt like really this has. year the bottom really dropped out <laughs> you know 2700x for what 130 dollars or something crazy yeah i mean it was interesting to me to see the excitement over that though because the 1700 was 130 last year and to get nearly so much attention as this year's 27 sorry 1700x um and this year's 2700x reaching 130 just got so much more attention. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was a remarkably better chip. Even uh, Intel is getting in on the game because their 10980XE is $1,000, which, yeah, you could argue either way or whatever, but for Intel, that's a great price, and it makes it far more attainable for regular people, right? Um, mm, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. I agree with the theory and concept, but a spoiler alert to my worst trend pick, uh, Intel abandoned hyperthreading for everything below the Core i9, <laughs> and to me, part of the democratization of cores is hyperthreading to go with it. So I can't, I can't cast my vote behind well, that. Yeah, but you got AMD. With well, also the- <laughs> here's, here's an interesting one because uh, this could encompass a couple of them. Uh, chat says uh, Zen two. It allows for the more cores, uh, and it allows for PCIe four. <laughs> Best innovations Zen two. That's that's pretty fair, actually. I'm gonna. It's very diplomatic I'm, of them. I'll throw mine out there. I had uh, several I wanted. I uh, thought of actually one being competition for Steam, like I mentioned earlier, between Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass and Epic Game Store. Another one being prices return to normalcy, which got covered by our storage pick. And really, both of those are things I think should be happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not really a big fan of them for innovation. Uh, for me, my favorite innovation this year is something that probably none of you guys have played with. 
it's uh, Sapphire's Tricks Boost technology for their Nitro graphics cards. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Because uh, what it does is it basically takes a bunch of nitty-gritty enthusiast features that you could cobble together yourself with any graphics card and makes it really easy to use. It basically slightly downsamples the resolution of your game uh, by, and balances that out with uh, Radeon Image Sharpening. Which has to- given some votes, Radeon Image Sharpening. Yeah, it's great, especially in this particular iteration. So instead of running a nineteen twenty by ten eighty screen, uh, you're running something just underneath it. I have it written down somewhere, but ninety eighty five percent downscaled. But with Radeon Image Sharpening, which just got updated in the Journal in twenty twenty edition to also include DX nine, so that supports any game at this point. Uh, you get drastically faster speeds with very little noticeable visual downgrade. Uh, it's more noticeable at lower resolution, 1080 resolution, but when you're up there playing at 1440p or 4K resolution, the Sapphire Nitro Plus 5700 XT, which is, a, I think, a $430 graphics card these days, retails fourth fifty, but significantly less money than the 2070 Super that Gordon was arguing so, you know, mm. fervently for. Uh it was getting performance on par with Trix Boost Active with a 2080 Ti. So to me, it's just a really smart way of using software to make killer hardware that much faster. And I love the thinking behind it. I expect other companies are going to try to rip it off. It's something that we might see more often, more frequently in the future. I absolutely love Trix Boost. Good argument. Yeah, that is really good. Uh, also, uh, somebody in the chat said uh, part of Zen 2 would be the move to 7 nanometer. <laughs> it did so, all happen this year. Yeah. Yeah, that helped out in Navi, too. Adam? <laughs> yeah, we, we we have a couple people throwing their hats in for, for something specific that we'll bring up in the worst trend, because I know Gordon's been bringing <laughs> it up. So uh, I'm not going to say that. Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to put it out there. Uh, streaming. Game streaming. Uh, oh. As, as the best innovation. There's a couple oh, are we talking like Stadia okay. or are we talking about I mean, Stadia like is the only one. Well, Stadia is the only one that's on PCs. So, yeah. G-Force <laughs> uh, now is. Well, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But it didn't come out this year. I'm, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It still didn't come out this year, actually. Yeah, right. It's still in beta. <laughs> it's still in <a> <laughs> Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that later. I, I know that's, you know. That's a whole separate thing. I, I I can I can get behind the sapphire thing. I can too. It, it does just really well argued. It is one yes. company's technology. Does it run in other people's cards? No. It doesn't run in other people's cards, but you can use the Nvidia and AMD control panels to effectively do the same thing. It just takes more legwork, and Sapphire just made it dead simple. Right. So people will actually use it. So. Yep. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty good. I do like, yeah, that's better than my nebulous more cores at a lower price thing. And, and you, <laughs> you can't get behind the Zen 2 of the chat? I can, but, you know, I mean. I don't know if it's an innovation in the way I think all of us are thinking about innovation, where it's like something new, something novel, something that like materially improves your life. And it, I, Zen 2 definitely does the last part for sure, but I'm not sure if it really hits the first part plus it really feels like the fact that you know best cpu already kind of handles that it feels 
A lot, you know, and they, most people when they vote at the Academy Awards, there there's a lot of politics to it too. So <laughs> yes, that is true. And I, you know, the Sapphire thing is, is is something worth being lauded. I I'm I I think I'm I would stick with that. Yeah, Adam, you don't you don't no tie breaking no. I mean, we've got we three got, already. Got yeah, three. yeah, no, yeah, it's, three yeah, no, and and I I didn't have like a, any specific thing either. So yeah, you'd had game streaming. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't mine. That was a chat. <laughs> All right, What's so. cool is I haven't put a feature out yet. I haven't had a chance to super test it, but Trix Boost, when you combine it with the new Radeon Boost technology that just came out in the Adrenaline 2020, which also does its own downscaling things, it gets funky at 1080p, but if you have a 5700, it makes your frame rates like go wild. It makes it soar. It makes a huge difference hmm. in action games that support it. Hmm. So it's just called Strix Boost? Trix, T-R-I-X-X. Oh, Okay. Tricks are for kids. Uh, yes. I'm actually envisioning all those snowboard, snowboarding games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, before before we call this, uh, some people are saying uh, OLED coming to, to panels, uh, but that's also not... Uh, you know, I have been waiting forever for an OLED monitor for consumers. That's affordable? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's yeah they've been trickling out. For yeah. a while now, but not much else. Yeah, like I've been waiting at least fifteen years for one. There's a reason I held onto my CRT for so long. Because <laughs> <laughs> you love Super Meat Boy. Wait, are you still using a CRT at home? I was until last year. Wow. I mentioned it before on the show. Yeah, she she did, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's PCs, man. We don't throw anybody over. Yeah, well, it's true. It still it's works. <laughs> it still works. I have one down in, in the basement, but it's been down there for. 18 years so i guess that's it's <laughs> definitely worth something because they don't make those anymore all right cool then uh i will say uh the 2019 nerdy goes to tricks boost tricks with two x's uh which, for kids yeah tricks is not just for kids it's also for pc gamers uh you should try it uh all right the last one up is worst, worst trend, trend. i, I want to go first yeah Adam's no, please please kind of i'm sorry and i was gonna ask i've changed a little bit so I think people need to know it's been awesome. The last five years have been a fantastic ride for the PC. We are clearly in first place. We have the best gaming, the most superior uh, free marketplace of games, all that stuff. But PC users, we are under attack again. There is a war on the PC already starting at this moment. It is the worst trend already. I think I've seen three stories that talk about how uh, the things are killing the PC. From not reputable. Game people. streaming is going to kill PC gaming. P- PlayStation 5, somebody sent me a link the, the other day. I used to work with them. PlayStation 5, arguing why PlayStation 5 is going to kill the PC. So we are cranking up all again. So uh, what I'm saying is don't get comfortable PC people we are under attack again after five or seven or ten years of peace and 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 basically giving other people our technology to help them along we are under attack again that's the worst trend of 2019 i'm sorry were you saying something (laughs) i i can read i can read the story to you 
PlayStation 5 has the to kill by, the PC Gordon, gaming by, by reading industry. that story, you legitimize that story in a way that it shouldn't be legitimized. So I agree. <laughs> yeah, no. it's not, it's not even worth people, like paying attention you can't, to. Uh, what, I, what I will tell you of having been in this battle for a long time is you have to fight them tooth and nail at every wait, wait, turn. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. Haven't you said multiple times on this show how superior the PC is as a platform? It if is. you're if you're that superior, why do you need to fight so hard if yeah. it's just inherent in the nature of the platform? Because you it's have to so control amazing. you have to control the messaging. You control can't just game. simply say <laughs> Oh, things great are great. Game. Let's let them attack us all over again. We are under attack again. This is the exact <laughs> same thing I've seen before over and over and over again. PC gaming is going to go away because of uh, game streaming. PC gaming is going to be killed by the new consoles. And mobile. The thing is, Let's not forget mobile. And mobile. Every single thing, they're always trying to kill the PC. And I'm I'm telling you, 2020 is going to be another fight again because there's going to be people that are going to try to say it's gone. There are people that actually believe PCs are dead. Like, literally, oh, you still have that? It's like, are you kidding? I have people that go like, people still buy desktops? It's like, what are you talking about? And game streaming, I had a discussion with the, uh, a parent the other day. He was saying game streaming. I, I love the idea because there's, you know, you don't really need to have a PC. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, do you really think? I said, look, it's cool, whatever. It is not going to replace a gaming PC. Does anyone have a picture of Gordon like starting this conversation and just like looking at him and then rolling up his sleeves? No, I, no, just, I, I just to be said. I imagine people, that guy who was hiding in a bunker like years after World War II, and they come across <laughs> him and he's just like, "The war's still going no. on." No, this is like, like, "No, dude, we won. We're this good. Is, you're, this is you're like cool. the interlude between all world wars where you think things are awesome and then suddenly, next thing you know, yeah. Oh boy, I'm telling you, you don't believe me, but I'm you know, the yeah, fact sorry, that these no, nobody's, are nobody's on your side. Okay. <laughs> and once again, they're from people that you wouldn't give pause to anyway. So, uh, all right. Uh, I'm I'm warning. I'm Paul Revere. I, I came to whatever. I gotta get some sleep. The Paul. Are coming. No, no, no. You're the you're warning. You're warning that people. You're warning that people are going to write those stories. You're war- you're not warning that the expo that the, yeah. the PC PC is actually going down. I think you really want to say that. People will try. Yeah. You're, people will try as much as Paul Revere saying Stadia is coming. Stadia is coming. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder though if like you know be funny. If somebody actually went back and they looked at it, it's like, oh, Paul Rivera, he did that every week. He's kind of like, the birds are coming. Is it not again? Um, just, yeah. Paul's mom, get Paul to get back home. He got out again. Yeah. He's waking everybody up. Because, yeah, anyway. I mean, that. See, I was right. Yeah, but you weren't right the other 400 times. I mean, but really, honestly, what happened is that all these things that tried to combat the PC is just uh, getting sucked into the PC. Because now now consoles are pretty much just PCs, uh, phones, uh, you know, there's actual PCs that have phone hardware in them. Qualcomm stuff. I mean, they're all just becoming PCs. I don't believe, I've never uh, believed PC would kill console gaming. I will say it's better. It's superior. In all ways, well, no, it's not going to kill it. Why would the, it ever kill it? But PC has won. Coexist. It's it's won in so many ways, and now consoles are literally just PCs. So there's nothing yeah. to worry about. Anyway, uh, the, people throw this in every year, but RGB. There's there's plenty of people it. in there saying R- RGB sucks. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Which is but also a lot of people saying just game streaming specifically yeah. worth trend uh, as well. Yep, that's why I still bring up my RGB cable combs. <laughs> yeah. I can't uh, argue against RGB wearing the shirt. So. Yeah, no. RGB's <laughs> awesome. I love RGB. Not, not with this crowd, sorry. 
Right. Uh, anyone else have a worst trend? Uh, or an I actual do. worst trend? I do. Yeah. <laughs> actual worst trend. <laughs> I do. And mine probably will be controversial to some people listening. But I don't actually mean to bring politics into it. I just mean the outcome of it. And you probably already know what I'm going to say. Mm. I feel like tariffs were the worst mm. trend of this year because of how it's affected uh, component prices. Mm. So, like... Black Friday is the time where I really get a read on what the pricing's looking like for the year. If it's like a trend or if it's um, something that was just kind of an aberration during part of the year. And this year during Black Friday, you could not get a power supply or a case at any real discount compared to previous years. And I feel like those are the two spots where tariffs have kind of hit the hardest for PC building. And it's unfortunate because everything else has come down in price. And so you can build this killer thing, killer PC, right? You have all these killer parts and then just like your power supply and your case kind of just shoot the price back up. You know, that the gains that we got on RAM and SSDs just kind of got negated these other two components and you know i'm a maximizer i would love to see everything in a build be affordable and that's not happening and i'm worried that it's not going to stop there like it could get worse in 2020 or just like really entrench the way that we saw ram prices and ssd prices get sticky for a while so for me that was that was not a, a good thing in 2019 uh zemex just said elena never happy with prices no <laughs> no this could be better no that's not true she's I'm, happy with the epic market because it's free it's free <laughs> <laughs> well i i uh you know gave a spoiler of mine earlier i was really disappointed that intel abandoned hyper threading for the mainstream mm-hmm. i had to go back and look at the timeline of this because i know the 9900k came out last year but the vast majority of intel's desktop lineup the non-k parts came out in april or something like that uh, and if you buy Core i3, Core i5, or Core i7, you don't get hyper-threading anymore. Uh, yes, there are more cores than there used to be, but with AMD coming out and offering this many cores and that many threads for Intel's response to that to be, all right, we're getting rid of hyper-threading, uh, it, I just, it perplexes me. Maybe it has to do with security mitigations around Spectre and Meltdown. I don't know, but just getting rid of hyper-threading altogether unless you're willing to spend 400 dollars on a CPU is an awful trend, and Intel should be shamed for it. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't really have one, uh, to tell you the truth. Yeah, nothing really... Nothing really buggy this year? Yeah, not really. Uh, we have we have Adam's no concerns, but we've, we've got more. We got more people in the chat saying some stuff uh, in the uh, Intel 10 series naming scheme. We, <laughs> yeah. We've had plenty of talks about that. We've had plenty of talks about that on desktop and laptop. <laughs> yeah, and you know re- rebranding the same parts and all that that kind of stuff. Um, security concerns, obviously, is is you know, but that's yep. not, unfortunately not anything new. Uh, yeah, tariffs, pl- plenty of people <laughs> understanding tariffs, um, yeah. We have no, c- I'm not backing off of my thing. You know I'm not going to change. <laughs> well, not yeah, of course, change. yeah. So, so. All right, so Gordon Gloss has a vote. Three of us are going to have to figure out a consensus. <laughs> Wait, uh, Brad, sorry, what was yours? Uh, oh, the taking cores in- away. The hyper-threading. Intel hyper- taking hyper-threading, hyper- yeah. Hyper-threading. 
it wasn't this year, I thought. Maybe this is why I said for best innovations, like I couldn't remember past six months because it feels like 2018 they already started taking away hyperthreading from us. Uh, the, That's kind of when it started. 9900K, 9700K, and 9600K came out in October, but everything else came out in April, March. Uh, so, so their entire, uh, the rest of their lineup. Yeah. I mean, it, it's an Intel trend, but uh, it's luckily not an AMD trend yet, so I'm not too yeah, worried yet. Intel owns yeah. 80% of the market. <laughs> it's always been That's a segmentation true. technique, right? They have to, yep. they have to break Leaning them into that single-core performance thing. I mean, even I, looking at some of the bottom-end AMD chips, they don't have hyper-threading. SMT. I, uh, true. I, for me, hyper-threading is by far the biggest disappointment, but I am totally fine casting a vote for tariffs as well, because that's just as big of a bummer for me. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Drake's says uh, um, uh, paper launch, you know, like AMD coming out with CPUs that you actually couldn't buy. <laughs> L- limited supply runs. Well, there's a paper launch, and then there's also the actual limited supply issue. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of all the same thing. Yeah, that's, that was a that but, was a terrible yeah. trend, too, this year. There was a lot of it. I mean, there was, there was a lot of it, especially around AMD. But the, I, it feels like that's pretty normal. Like, RTX cards were impossible to find for yeah. I feel like for months. any of the higher-end enthusiast parts, it's unfortunately common yeah. when they first yeah. launch. So, yeah, the, the, the higher-end you go, the... The dies are so big, they only have so many of them for the higher-end parts. So we agree, then. Uh, PC's under attack again. Worst trend of the year. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm going tariffs. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, tariff I, effect on PC prices. Yeah, it's more of the tariff effect. Uh, I don't want to really... Wait, how do you spell tariff? Uh, 1R2Fs. Okay. <sighs> tariffs on... Mark Next year, words. if the PC comes under attack, I might vote for you, but at this point, it's Paul Revere. It's already starting now. It is already yeah, starting get it now. on the ground floor. He's buying hats. Uh, okay, then the, there you go. I'm flashing right. it up. The 2019 ner- nerdy for the worst trend is the tariffs effect on pricing. And there you go. That was uh, that was our our, our episode. Uh, l- let me run through all of uh, the things for the people who came in late. Uh, the the winner of the best CPU is the uh, AMD Ryzen 9 3950X. Best GPU, AMD Radeon 5700 series. Uh, best storage is affordable SSDs and the people who buy them. Uh, best case is the iBuyPower Snowblind Element. Uh, the best accessory is the Epic Game Store. The best laptops are Alien... Uh, Alienware Area 51M, HP Spectre X360 13, and Acer Concept D7. Best innovation, the Trix Boost. And the worst trend is the tariffs effect on pricing. Man, what a show. That's a lot. Yeah. Outside of storage, it was a relatively peaceful set of discussions this year. I don't know. People got pretty upset over the Microsoft Game Controller, it feels like. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm still, still bummed about the storage. I gotta say, I know. Yeah, <laughs> more or less than last year, 2200G. Yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, you were pretty upset last year. <laughs> it's not as bad as the 2200. <laughs> yeah, I would, say, I would say the difference is that last year he was upset. This year he's disappointed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Good way of putting it. Sorry, bad. Uh, view through the lens of history. <laughs> we're right. Yeah, we were right. Uh, and game of the year is control. Just kidding. My game of the year. Oh, really? Uh, 
it's right up there, but it's not going to be. Spoiler alert. Yep. Oh. It's not PC World's Game of the Year. It's also yep. not Hayden's personal game either. either. Huh. Uh, I really yeah. want to hear this list. Yeah. Okay, but we'll we'll find that out later. Cool. Play yep. control, though, especially if you do have a 2070 Super. Yes, yes, yes. And you can get it on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, thank you, everyone. Take us out, Gordon. Okay, check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And also, please leave a review every time you do the PC doesn't become under attack uh, more. Send questions <laughs> and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elena Yee. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray's hitting the off switch. Uh, everyone, go play some video games, including Control, uh, and join us in two days for an awesome end of the year wrap up. 